Wedgwood Christian Services is a place where hope and healing meet. Join me, Hillary Kirkendall, Wedgwood's Marketing and Communications Coordinator, as I sit down for conversations with the amazing people who work at, learn from, and grow through our grace-filled residential care, counseling services, and community programs. Grab your cup of coffee or tea and enjoy experts sharing their insights on the challenges people are facing and stories of hope, healing, and transformation. These are Wedgwood's Coffee Break Conversations. January is Human Trafficking Awareness Month. Wedgwood Christian Services has been a leader in West Michigan in human trafficking education and advocacy and survivor treatment and care for over a decade. Nikidra Battle-DeBarge, our guest for today's Wedgwood Coffee Break Conversation, has been leading the charge as the coordinator for Wedgwood's Manassa Project for the last several years. In this episode, we talk about year-round awareness and work, signs, factors, and next steps, and where she's finding hope and motivation. I'm delighted to welcome back Nikidra Battle-DeBarge for another Wedgwood Coffee Break Conversation. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Uh, So January is Human Trafficking Awareness Month, which, as the coordinator of Wedgwood's Manassas Project, is an important month for you. Yes. Uh, So Wedgwood's Manassas Project is dedicated to ending sexual exploitation and trafficking in West Michigan through education and prevention efforts, and even through specialized treatment and care. Um, So can you explain a little bit what sexual exploitation and trafficking are and maybe how they're a little bit different? Human trafficking is the big term, um, mm-hmm. and then you have labor and you have sex, and it's basically someone using um, force, fraud, or coercion to compel someone to um, sell their bodies for sex or to work in harsh conditions um, or un- unpaid or underpaid conditions um, mm-hmm. known as labor trafficking. Okay. Um, someone is exploiting a person um, when they are taking advantage of them, and um, trafficking is the act of doing okay. of doing this, so it's that's where you are... You, um, like a third person is third party is involved where you are um, selling that person to someone else. Okay. Can you talk a little bit about the work Wedgwood's Manassas Project does uh, to fight um, sexual exploitation and trafficking and what your role is? Yeah, so the past 10 years I've been in the role of uh, project coordinator for the Manassas Project and we've done lots of different things, um, collaboration with other communities and organizations to provide education and training around what human trafficking is Mm -hmm. and what it looks like. Um, And um, I'm part of a lot of different coalitions and um, I get to work with other people who are doing the work and um, my main job is like going to um, schools, going to colleges, going to churches, going to businesses um, and and speaking at conferences and on panels And, and my ultimate goal is to help people recognize what trafficking is and um, know that it is an issue right here in our community. Um, mm-hmm. That was a big issue when we first started, um, was ha- helping people understand, no, it's not just in another country. It mm-hmm. is right here in West Michigan, um, which is hard for people to um, digest mm-hmm. because nobody wants that to be um, a reality that mm-hmm. we face, and we do, mm-hmm. um, for many reasons. Um, a lot of vulnerable people mm-hmm. in our communities, and so... Um, so that's my job is mm-hmm. to um, recently, well, we're in the third year of our grant in partnership with KenISD. It's a, um, it's a grant through the Office of Trafficking in Person and the Department of Health and Human Services. Um, and it, we were one of eight communities to receive this that's grant awesome. um, and the only community in Michigan to receive the grant. Mm-hmm. So I'm very excited about that. Um, we have been able to go into schools and educate 
staff, school staff, not just teachers, but social workers, um, SROs, which are their security personnel, mm -hmm. um, and educate them on what trafficking is and also um, educate educators or social workers or um, counselors on how to educate students. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a prevention, human trafficking prevention education grant. Mm -hmm. And so we also get to go into the classrooms and walk alongside the educators to help them to train. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, a, I'm considered the lead trainer, but also a coach. Okay. And so um, I'm just a resource really to help them to navigate the curriculum, any questions they have, if they need someone to support them when they're doing the training. Um, if they have questions, um, I'm kind of helping with that type of thing. So that's one of the dreams that I had mm -hmm. is to be, I mean, I was already going into the schools, but um, it was more of a backdoor, like someone would see me at a training and like, hey, can you come to my classroom? Mm -hmm. But this way, um, we're able to go into the district, and so we are making an even bigger impact um, in the school districts, which is where most of our vulnerable kids are. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, that's that's what I do. That's awesome, and I love that this grant is not just like a one-time presentation. Like you're helping set the school up for long-term sustainable education and prevention, which is really awesome. Yeah, grants are great, but grants end, and you know, and so having sustainability and um, giving equipping them with. Um, the ability to be able to recognize what trafficking is, and um, and because kids are at school most of, that's where they spend most of their day, they need people, safe people, to be able to connect to um, if they are experiencing any of that. Um, and the other part of the grant is that we were able to develop a human trafficking school safety protocol, mm -hmm. uh, which did not exist, you know, and so um, they have. Um, information and resources so that they know if this is happening, how do, what do I do to manage mm -hmm. that? You know, who do I connect to? Mm -hmm. um, so I think that has been a really critical part of the work that we've done with the grant. Yeah, I mean, because once you're aware of something, you need to know what to do with that. Exactly. And so giving schools the resources to know what their next steps are in a situation is really empowering. Yeah. Because January is Human Trafficking Awareness Month, what do you want to make sure people know about the realities of trafficking right here in West Michigan? Well, yes, January is Trafficking Awareness Month, but one of the main things that I want people to know, that is a day, that is a month that we've um, set aside to acknowledge it, but this happens every day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want it to just be like, oh, it's January, so this is the time to think about it. Um, I think it's important to set aside specific times to mm -hmm. do that um, because we don't typically recognize things until it's like this is this big, you know, mm -hmm. big space for it, but... Um, I, I just want people to know that, um, first of all, trafficking is a real thing. It's mm -hmm. not the Taken uh, movie that, you, that you've seen, you know, and that um, you, there are a lot of myths um, that are going around and you want to be careful about the information that you have that you're spreading. Mm -hmm. um, we want kids to understand that um, social media and technology is great, but there are, are also downsides to that. Mm -hmm. And to um, we really can't get in front of the internet. Mm -hmm. So what we can do is to help them to build skills on how to, to navigate mm -hmm. um, technology well and mm -hmm. how to be safe. And um, when you're meeting people, you know, when things don't feel right, um, one of the things that we've really been talking about is, is listening to your inner voice, mm -hmm. um, that gut feeling. When something doesn't feel right, it probably isn't. Mm -hmm. um, learning that voice and what it sounds like and what it feels like um, so that they can recognize it for themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and just, you know, I don't want to um, hyperbolize the issue. I don't want people to be afraid. I don't want people to be scared. I want people to know that this is an issue and do your best 
um, to avoid it if possible. Mm-hmm. And and I, I think to, for adults is to ma- rec- to maintain positive, healthy relationships with our kids mm-hmm. so that they're not looking for those relationships online, um, but they already have these meaningful relationships and they have their basic needs met mm-hmm. so that they don't have to look for that in other places. And I think that's huge and, mm-hmm. and, and really um, the crux of us um, removing this issue is building healthy relationships and helping kids recognize the difference between what's healthy and what's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I th- I, there's a lot that I would want people to know. I could mm-hmm. talk about human trafficking for days, you know, yeah. um, because it's not just human trafficking. It's healthy relationships. It's vulnerabilities. You know, it's, um, you know, like I said, that inner voice, um, connections, resources. There's so it, it's so many levels to it. Um, that that we just need to be able to delve into all those small pieces in order to understand the big issue, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. some of the systemic issues that we have in our communities that we have to remove, um, and yeah, and just help help people to navigate life as safe as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And looking out for one another so we can all do that mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And talking to each other in our circles. That's where we have the best impact. Mm-hmm. If we're all talking within our circles about the issues that we are facing, um, then we'll do a, we'll do a good job at mm-hmm. at helping people to be safe. Mm-hmm. What are some of the signs of trafficking that people should be aware of or looking for as they're looking out for the people in their circles? Sometimes they're not. There aren't signs. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes you you um, don't know that someone is experiencing trafficking or. Um, unless you have a relationship with them, mm-hmm. that goes back to that relationship. Mm-hmm. You might, um, traffickers are very, um, you know, they they know how to teach the, their victims how to act, you know, mm-hmm. in certain situations. But, you know, you might notice um, that they're now, you know, having um, newer clothes, you know, they are dressing different, they are acting different, they're isolating, they're, I'm not hanging around the same people that they used to. Now they have maybe older controlling um, relationship um, with someone. They may um, be going out of town a lot. They may um, be tired all the time. You know, when they come to school, they may be missing school a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, they may be very anxious all the time and on a time schedule. Um, those are things that, th- that you might notice, but you won't notice them if you don't know that person, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so there are, you know, there are those, you know, or even with labor trafficking, you know, you might notice that someone may be living in, and working in the same, in their same space, um, mm-hmm. that, um, they're working long hours and maybe not getting paid. Usually if something, like I said, if something feels too good to be true, it probably is. Mm-hmm. And so the stories that you hear when you talk to people, some red flags should come up if some things don't seem right or mm-hmm. um, feel right. And not that sometimes our gut can be wrong. I, I will agree with that. I will say mm-hmm. that. Um, because of our experiences, we might lean to one side or the other. But usually our gut is pretty pretty on point. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and lean into that. And so ask questions. So, you know, you, your gut is the first thing. But then ask questions around what your gut is telling mm-hmm. you so that you don't... Um, make false accusations or, you know, assume that certain things are happening that are mm-hmm. not actually happening. But um, but for the most part, um, your gut will tell you that something at least doesn't seem or feel right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so if we encounter someone that we are concerned might be in a trafficking situation or um, and if an individual has confided in us that they are in an exploitive relationship, what do we do? Well, first have a conversation with that person, um, you know, try to find out what's going on with them. And I go back to that. It's hard to just talk to somebody and expect for them to tell you things if you don't know them, mm-hmm. you know, um, if there are some certain things that you're noticing about them that. Um, is different. You can ask questions about that. Like mm-hmm. well, I know I've been noticing that, you know, this has been going on, or I haven't been seeing you around, or, you know, asking certain questions. If you see are seeing bruises or marks on them, um, those are convers ways to start conversations about things that you've noticed. Um, but also, if it's an immediate situation, call the police. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also the human trafficking tip line. Um, that you can call if you just have questions or if it's not a if it's not so immediate, you know, where um, you can call them and say, hey, I'm, I'm concerned about someone. What do you think um, you can give? It can be anonymous. You don't have to tell them who you are. Um, th- they may ask you where you are, you know, just so that they can get someone to be able to do some investigation mm-hmm. around that. Um, but that's another resource. Um, I tell kids to, to find out who a trusted adult is in their lives. Um, so that they can talk to them if if they are experiencing, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. But typically, like I said, if it's an emergent situation, call the police. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to, to do that. But if it's something that you're not sure of, you can call Human Trafficking Tip Line. You can call um, call me at Wedgwood. Um, there are others, other uh, organizations that are also um, willing to be a resource as mm-hmm. well. That's great. And it's nice that, you know, West Michigan has some resources to connect to to learn more on what to be looking for and how to handle situations ahead of time Mm -hmm. so that if you were to find yourself in a situation where someone needs help, you already have a little bit of that knowledge in your back pocket. Yeah, absolutely. How can people learn more about the realities of trafficking, how to combat it, and get connected to resources? Well, my job is to train, so right. they can um, definitely call Wedgwood's Manassa Project. Uh, ManassaProject.org has information and resources on there. Um, there are other organizations as well who um, would be happy to connect people to the resources that they need. A lot of times, their issue is not... Yeah, they are maybe being trafficked, or you might know someone, but there were other issues that mm-hmm. we can... Um, that that could be beneficial for them to get support, like maybe homelessness or um, they may need a mental health um, therapy or Mm -hmm. um, they may need food, you know. They may need to be connected to um, um, medical support. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of different resources that Mm -hmm. our community is pretty rich in um, that we can connect them to. So it may not specifically be human trafficking, but there may be some other things that they may um, need information mm-hmm. um, could be teen dating violence that's something mm-hmm. that we're um, connecting with safe haven on is doing trainings around um, teen dating violence intimate partner date violence and um, human trafficking in the intersections there mm-hmm. um, so so they can um, there are modules on online um, that they can connect to um, but I would of course say um, call us yes yeah, project. I'll be sure to include some links and some phone numbers in our episode description too so people can get connected quickly okay I'm sure it can feel like fighting human trafficking feels like an endless uphill battle what gives you hope and keeps you passionate about your work, and how have you seen God moving and working through what you do? Um, I think God gave me a gift um, to love people, mm-hmm. and in loving people, I'm able to share things that I think 
could help them love others, you mm -hmm. know? And so I think um, my passion comes from being able to um, help, help people and, and be a servant um, as God has called me to mm -hmm. be. And I think also when I see people, um, I'm, prevention runs through my veins. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, if I can get in front of an issue, if I can help someone understand it on, a, on the front end, I don't have to worry about it on the back end mm -hmm. as much. Mm -hmm. And so um, I get to see, I get to work with people. I get to educate people. I get to see the um, light come on for people um, in regards to trafficking or healthy relationships or um, any of that, all of those things. So I think that's where, where my passion, every time I think, oh, I think I'm done, I get another opportunity to share with other people. And so that's, a, I, I, I think seeing it as a gift has also made it not feel like a job. Mm -hmm. um, and it's felt natural for me to be able to connect with people and to give them hope. Mm -hmm. um, and, I, and so that, that's, that's what um, makes me passionate and that's what keeps me going. Mm. I love that you think about what you do as an act of love for the people around you. That's so beautiful, Makedra. Thank you. So thank you so much for all you do. Here at Wedgwood, your advocacy for kids and families within West Michigan community is incredible. And as always, it is a joy to chat with you. Joy to chat with you as well. Wedgwood's Manassa Project is dedicated to ending the sexual exploitation of children in West Michigan through education, advocacy, collaboration, and specialized treatment. If you want to be a part of the solution this Human Trafficking Awareness Month and all year long, you can connect with Nikidra and Wedgwood's Manassa Project about education and training opportunities and ways to partner in advocacy and awareness by checking out our website or emailing ndebarge at wedgwood.org. Links and more information will be available in the episode description. And be sure to connect with Wedgwood and Wedgwood's Manassa Project on social media to be in the loop about resources and upcoming events, like a conference coming up in June. Wedgwood Christian Services is committed to extending God's love and providing exceptional care and support. Head on over to wedgwood.org, that's W-E-D-G-W-O-O-D.org, to learn more about how you can get connected to services, support Wedgwood's mission, or join our team. Connect with us on social media at WedgwoodCS or send us an email at hello at Wedgwood.org. We would love to be a part of your story. Until next time, these are Wedgwood's Coffee Break Conversations.